good afternoon. Welcome to Radio GIJ 97.7 MHz. That time of the day where we dissect, digest, and delve deep into sporting issues in Ghana and around the world. The show is Sports Center with me, James Ohenba Makion. Finally, the Ghana Premier League season is over. We already, we already know that Akrak Hasofolk are the champions of the Ghana Premier League. But then it was down to the relegation battle. And confirmed Liberty Professionals and the Busan Dwarves join Interallies to go to the Division 1 league. These three teams have been in the Ghana Premier League for a very long time. Not that long, but for Liberty Professionals and Ibusunadwas, we know how long they've been in the Ghana Premier League. Italis brought a bit of competition into the Ghana Premier League, but then, if you, look, if you compare their performance last two seasons to this season, it's nothing to write home about. BBN Gold Stars, Akrai, Lions, and also Bafaka Tunnel have been promoted to the Ghana Premier League. Remember, the show is an interactive one, so you can send your comments on 0265650915, and we read all your comments for you. We'll be looking at the best 11 in the Ghana Premier League, the best coach, the best midfielder, the best defender. We'll be looking at the strength of Accra so far, and also that of Kumasi Asante Scottko. But remember, the transfer window has been open, and some teams are doing some decent signings. Lights of Olivier Giroud has joined AC Milan. Later in the show, Emmanuel Safu will be here to bring you the updates on all the transfer stories that are happening in the sporting weekend. But before then, we we'll go for a breather. When we come back, the show continues. Stay tuned. Welcome back from the breather. Still listening to Radio GIJ 97.7 and the show is Sports Center. It's time for us to listen to, to some local and foreign tidbits around the world of sports. And we start off from the Ghana Premier League. <laughs> 
Match Week 34. This is our own. Let's cherish our own. Let's start off from some fixtures that were played on Saturday and Sunday. And on Saturday at the Accra Sports Stadium, Accra Great Olympics beat Dreams FC by two goals to one. The biggest scoreline of the week happened at the Lenklay Sports Stadium as Asante Gold Sporting Club beat Interlice by seven goals to zero. A lot of controversies about this match. West Africa Football Academy beat Accra Sofok, the league champions, by just a goal. However, Accra Sofok were given the trophy on that day. Interesting, in Cape Coast, Mysterious Dwarfs won their game against Bechem United 2-1, but then it wasn't enough to secure their spot in the Ghana Premier League. Women's Premier League is back again. This is the days of Asamoah John. And then Bedu Park in Doma, Diana Stars beat Carolina United by two goals to one, while Lagos Cities beat Tetima 11 Wonders on Sunday at their cross post stadium by three goals to two to stay in the Ghana Premier League. It's back again. So Another team battling with relegation was Elmina Sharks. They met with Kumasi Asantikotra, their boss Lane Clean Sports Stadium, and they beat them by just a goal to survive in the Ghana Premier League. Let's cherish our Women's Premier League is back again. And to the match of the week, Dan Suman Liberty Professionals at the Wafa Arena could not put the ball in the net. The same way Kumasi came first, I also failed to score in that game. That goal, that game was goalless between the two sides. It was a relegation battle game. However, Dansuman Liberty Professionals have gone on to relegation while Kumasi came first out, gleaning a point from the game, and that makes them survive in the Ghana Premier League. And the last match of the day was between Mediama Sporting Club, they beat Bekum Chelsea by just a goal. Now let's have a final look at the league log and Accra has to folk uh, champions of the league. After 34 games, they had 61 points. They led their bitterest rival by just four points. Kumasi Asantikot got second on the league log. After 34 games, they have 57 points. Everybody, go tell everybody. To West Africa Football Academy were third on the league log with 56 points. Go tell everybody, see we won't bring the loop back. Tell everybody, everybody, body. Tell everybody, bring back the roof. Tell everybody, everybody, body. Go tell everybody, bring back the roof. Say Ghana, 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 Ghana. Say Premier League, Premier League. Division One League, Division One League. Premier League, Premier League. It's back. Adriana starts her foot on the league log with. 
55 points. Media Mass Party Club have 54 points. Accra Great Olympics have 52 points. Dreams FC have 49 points. Carrella United also has 46 points. Ashanti Gold Party Club has 45 points. And in the middle of the league, Lord Breakum Chelsea have 43 points. Legon Cities have 42. Techiman 11 Wonders have 42. Beecham United have 42. Cape Coast Mysterious Dwarves. They are in the relegation. Together with Dan Suman, Liberty Professionals also into Allies Football Club. It was a great season in the Ghana Premier League and I quickly moved to Studio B. I have with me Manuel Safo who is ready and poised to give us um, the transfer stories in the sporting world. After that, our colleague Francis Yaukeso will give us some tennis news. Emmanuel, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, Mark. Hope you are good. How's your sporting weekend? Quite cool, just a few lapses, but... A few? Lapses, but we just move on, because it's life. Who do you bet? Yeah, so moving on to the European transfer market, uh, Brahim Diaz has returned to Milan on a two-year loan deal from Real Madrid with option to buy the center of the center forward. There have been no developments with Saul Niguez Esclapes proposed from Atletico Madrid to Barcelona and the Spain midfield agent has been contacting several clubs with Liverpool and Manchester United poised to sign the 26-year-old. Carles Perez and Maris Kabula got a ghost as Jose Mourinho's Roma beat newly promoted Serie B side Tenana 2-0 with Edin Dzeko back in the captain armband. London side Chelsea are leaving no stone unturned in their pursuit of Borussia Dortmund striker Helen Brot Holland, although the chances of a swap deal for the Norwegian are said to be low. Juventus are looking forward at Paris Saint Germain midfielder Leandro Paredes as a potential replacement for Arthur Melo during his injury layoff. London side Arsenal have entered the race to sign Norway 21 year old fullback Max Arons, also linked with Bayern Munich. Where the Ghanaians came to land a replacement for Spaniard Hector Bellerin. Juventus will have to pay £43 million in order to land Brazilian striker Gabriel Jesus from Manchester City. The CR side have identified a 24 year old who has two years left on his contract as one of their top priorities this summer. Still in Juventus, Juventus are also exploring a potential loan move for Paris Saint Germain and Argentine Leandro Paredes as a cover for injured. Barcelona are interested in signing Los Leo and Portuguese midfielder Renato Sanchez on loan deal with an option to buy the 23-year-old value at £30 million by the French champions, a price Barca cannot afford to meet. Former Fiorentina manager Giancarlo Antogino opened up his farewell with Viola. Zero possibilities of discussion in 50 years of football. I have never seen such a thing. Barcelona may also freeze Felipe Coutinho out of first-team action if they fail to offload the Brazilian printmaker this summer. Coutinho is 10 games away from activating a clause which would see the La Liga club pay a huge sum of £17.1 million to Liverpool after they signed him way back in January 2016. Cristiano Ronaldo posted decision day yesterday on Instagram as Lequip reported that Argentine striker Mauro Icardi, who could who could possibly switch class to uh, to Juventus with Ronaldo moving to vice versa club. 
Manchester United manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer says the 28-year-old Jocelyn Gunn, who impressed last season on a loan spell at West Ham, is in his plans at the moment in the ongoing 2021-2022 season. Bayern Munich are keen to sell French midfielder Corinthian Toulouse for a whopping sum of 17.1 million pounds. The 26-year-old, who has been linked with Juventus and Napoli, has a year left on his deal with the Bundesliga champions. Real Madrid manager Carlo Angelotti is reported interested in a move for United defender Diego Dalot. Manchester City are set to offer Algerian attacker Riyad Mahrez a new contract after the winger played a staying role in the class Premier League winning campaign. Former Cameroon striker Samuel Etofields and former Netherlands midfielder Clarence Sidov paid glowing tribute to former South African president Nelson Mandela. Chelsea striker Armand Dubroya has signed a new five-year deal with the London side. When Rooney has won his former teammate Ole Gunnar Solskjaer that he will be under pressure to deliver silverware to Manchester United in the new coming season. Still at the front of Manchester United, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer refused to comment on the class reported pursuit of Rafael Varane, who, when asked about Real Madrid centre back at the weekend, Kylian Lutin Mbappé's situation at Paris Saint-Germain remains complicated as the new season draw nearer with Real Madrid poised to sign the striker either this year or as a free agent coming next summer 2022. Rising Barcelona star Rigo Puke is interested in leaving the club this summer despite a string of loan offers for 2021-2022 for season. So Marquion, that will be all for the transfer update in the European front. All right, thank you very much. But let me, let me ask you a question before we go on. Among all the transfer stories out to you, Fred, which one fascinates you more? Which one do you have more interest in? For me, uh, I think for now currently, it's almost a dando. Just paperwork left to sign for Rafael Varane to move from Real Madrid to Manchester United after they have already signed uh, Jordan Sancho for a hoping amount of money at 85 million euros. But still, they look forward to sign Rafael Varane, which Real Madrid are not letting any amount in any amount less than 50 million. So for me, I think currently it seems everything is on point, and then the both clubs have agreed a transfer fee, 50 million plus add-ons, maybe up to maybe 60 million if maybe the the results are out. But currently, it's just left for paperwork because agreement has been reached between uh, Varane, his agent, and Manchester United. So for me, I think. The, uh, that's the most transfer news which for me I think it's a fair deal for both clubs because if a player wants to leave and is not interested in your club you just have to allow him to leave because otherwise he will start playing and maybe like what the allies will do will be playing the bonus to their own So you heard Emmanuel Safo coming up with the transfer stories happening in the world of sports. And we move to another discipline. Stand up, stand up, stand Interesting one, of course. A discipline for champions only. No. That is tennis. No. Here we go. Francis has all the Jews in the tennis world. Francis, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Makia. I um, hope you are good. Yeah. I'm yeah. fine. 
uh, your sporting weekend. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Just that the Ghana Premier League has been some stars, so we, we, we will definitely <laughs> come to that. We will definitely come to. But then, give us what's happening in the world of sports. Oh, the okay, Makion. In the world of tennis, uh, uh-huh. Novak Djokovic has announced that he's joining the Serbia team to represent his country in this year's uh, Olympic Games. He's joining the Serbian team after initially trying to consider whether he will be joining or not because of the COVID restrictions. This year has been good to Novak Djokovic because he has won the Australian Open, the French Open and recently the Rome Building. He's trying to chase a feat that has never been won in the men's single in the world of tennis, whereby in a single season, a tennis player, a men tennis player has won all four major titles and an Olympic gold medal. So currently he has won three and later this year the US Open will be played. But right now he's going for a feat in the Olympic Games representing Serbia. And as at now, he stands tall because his fellow colleagues like Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal, Dominic Thiem and Stan Warica are all out of the, the this year's Olympic Games, making him look favorite towards this tournament. But also, you can't take anything away from Andy Murray, who is the defending champion. He will be defending his title in this year's Olympic Games in Japan. So he will be the only sort of threat to Novak but I, Novak has that confidence of sailing through to win the gold medal and subsequently trying to win all four majors and an uh, Olympic gold medal. This feat has only been achieved in the women's tennis yeah, by Steffi Draft in 1988 in the women's tennis whereby he won all the four majors and an Olympic gold medal in 1988. Meanwhile, when it comes to the women's tennis too, 2012 silver medalist Angelique Kerber, a 2016 silver medalist Angelique Kerber, and 2012 Olympic gold medalist Victoria Zarenka are also out of this year's uh, Olympic Games in the uh, women's tennis. And we all know Serena Williams is also out of it due to some reasons. So, James, that's what we have in the world of tennis. When I fall down, I have to pick myself I, I told you he has all the Jews in tennis. But Francis, let me, let me ask you this question. Sure. Uh, you, you made mention of the fact that for it has been a very good year for Nova Dukovic because uh, he has won the three, I mean, the three tournaments being played in, a, in a particular year. Yeah. The French Open, the US Open, the, Aust- uh, the Wimbledon. Yeah. yeah, and the Wimbledon. Now, He's moving to the Olympic Games yeah. as a, a rep for Serbia. Yeah. Now, after winning the Wimbledon, he had 20 Grand Slam titles, yes. equaling the record of Rafael Nadal yeah. and yeah. also that of uh, Roger. Roger Federer. Now, let me ask you that, uh, this question. In case he's able to go to the Olympics and also win a gold medal, yeah. will you consider him your, that the, your yeah. all-time best tennis player? Yeah, definitely. You see, all these three... Uh, uh, Three tennis players are great players. Yeah, and they all have twenty Grand Slam titles. Yeah, so for Nova, uh, for these two, Roger and Rafael, Rafael, 
opting out of the uh, Olympic gold medal, which they've also not won it before. If uh, Novak is able to win this year's uh, Olympic uh, gold medal, that means he has gotten another major uh, trophy yeah. in his cabinet. So that settles the 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 argument between Roger, Rafael Nadal, and Novak. Yeah. Because definitely there will be an advantage if he wins the uh, Olympic gold medal. And he's even trying to go for a feat that has never been done in the men's World tennis. History, yeah. 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 So, so if for he's you able think to, if he's able to if win, he's able to win he's this all time best tennis player. Yes, yes. I'll I'll I'll, I'll go for him as the all time yeah, because this year alone he has won three yeah. majors already. Yeah. So, it's not an easy thing playing yeah, against yeah. Roger and Rafael. But, but, but did you easy. see it coming? Because gone are the days when you mentioned the mm. tennis players, we only mentioned Rafael and Roger Federer. Did you see it coming? No, because I did. As for this year, two years ago, Novak was was having only about sixteen se- grand slams or 17, seventeen. Seventeen. Nobody gave him a dog chance. Yeah. But that's the beauty of the game. You see, sometimes these tennis players put everything in it and. Yeah. It will get to a time that some will be disadvantaged and some will be advantaged. Advantageous because look at looking at this Olympic gold medals. For instance, Roger is out and Rafael too is out. It's putting Novak in a, an advantageous position okay. to go ahead of them. Yeah. All right. So all right. But but let let me ask you this question. He hasn't won um, the Olympic medal yet. But yes. then. As as now as we talk, this present time we are talking, among the three, who is your best tennis player? As at With, now, without the fact that Novak has won the Olympic medal. As at now, yeah, go as for Roger Federer. Okay. Because he has been exceptional in tennis. And I think even if you ask Rafael and uh, Novak, they look up to Roger Federer as they are as someone they look up to in the world of tennis. Because Roger has always been consistent and all those stuff. So as for Novak he has had a very good season this particular year. And then that has made it possible for him to equal the uh, 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 Roger Federer's record of 20 Grand Slam titles. Yeah. So, as, at now, as it stands, I will go in for uh, Roger Federer. Still talking about champions. The best, number one, and nothing. The CAF Champions League final came on within the weekend. The Al Ali Sporting Club. Patiently. It's Kaiser Chiefs. To live the CAF Champions League. For the, champions, for the, champ- the man, Picho Mosimani. Stand up. Exceptional, exceptional. Coach, let me bring in Emmanuel Safo. He followed the game, and let's take some reports from him. Safo, the game between El Ali and Kaiser Chiefs. Obviously, did you see that? Obviously, will you say that? Obviously, you uh, you tipped El Ali to win that game. For sure, for sure. Everyone, everyone who has signed contact knows. I even posted it that it's a done deal for El Ali, and I remember. Uh, Last Wednesday, I said this that in the CAF Champions League uh, Grand Finale, 
a nine-time champions against a debutant in the final. It's going to be a walkover for the yeah. nine-time champions. And then, obviously, it came to pass. I'm not a prophet, though, but mm-hmm. it came to pass. And uh, I said, they are going to win, marginally. And then, truly, truly, they won by three goals to zero. You can't dispute the fact that uh, Kaiser Chief played uh, with a man down. But remember, yeah. the yeah. game started 11-11. And when you do but something... But that, that, that's a factor that contributed to the win of El Ali. Because not after the card... That's when they uh, both not, not, not really, because yeah. even before the card, yeah. LLA were pressing them very okay. hard. And then after the card, it made everything look very simple. Perhaps you can't attribute all the factors to the card, because in a game even in Ghana here, Ashgo defeated in Thailand, 11 minutes, Thailand by 7 goals to 0. So you can't uh, tell me it's a card issue. For me, I think it was a fair game. And then I, I, I congratulate Piso for what he has done in African football. Because mm-hmm. when it comes to Calf Champions League. Uh, this is current uh, third title he has won. He won one with uh, Mamelodi Sundowns. Yeah. And then in his second season at LLE, he won one. And then also just Saturday, he won his third Calf Champions League title. So for me, I think we have to congratulate the South African man. He's doing a very great job at the Italian side. Let's cherish our own own Ghana Premier League is back again. I say this is our own. Let's cherish our own Division One League is back again. This is our own. Let's cherish our own Ghana. Now let's come to our own back again. The Ghana Premier League. Let's cherish our own. Women's Premier League is back again. For the first time in four years, the Ghana Premier League has successfully come to an end without any court issues, illegal issues. And for me personally, I think that this season has been one of the best seasons in the Ghana Premier League. First of all, the competitiveness, the talents were spread across, the types of goals scored. This is the days of Babaya. The managerial ca- abilities. The branding of the teams. The broadcast of the games. The analysis by sports journalists. The hype around the games. It has been just exceptional for me. But I don't know the comments of my panelists in the studio. So we're just going to Studio B again. Emmanuel Safo and Francis are poised and ginger to break the issues into smaller particles for you. So that when your friends are arguing, you can also say something. Let's cherish our own. Ghana Premier League is back again. This is our own. Let's cherish our own. Kofi? Mahion? The season has ended. I mean, the Ghana Premier League. Um, yeah. What's your general assessment? When the when the league started, we were playing um, behind closed doors. Then the Akufuado. I think we started with fans in there actually. Yeah, then yeah. when the COVID came, we went back to um, be playing behind closed doors. And then there was twenty five percent capacity. We've played from that to now. Um, we brought this concept of bring the bringing the love back, especially to the Ghana Premier League. Um, broadcast we had broadcast issues between star times gfa gtv sports plus and other media houses 
but then everything has come to an end. What's your general assessment about everything, including refereeing, everything, the hype and everything? Okay, thank you very much, Makiyama. For me, I'll start with what you just ended with. That's the refereeing officiating yeah, issues. Yeah. First and foremost, I want to commend the referees of the game. They did very, very well, except one or two referees which uh, didn't do very well in certain games, but not all games. But in a general overview, I'm going to give the referees 75% out of 100 for what they have done. Because looking at various match reports, uh, both from uh, Team A, Team B, and then uh, other media men, they have been telling you that the referees did very well, except that sometimes Elmina Sharks, their coach, most of the times, most of the times, most of the time, he ha- he's the only coach whom for now I think he has uh, problems with uh, officiating. But aside that, all the clubs are perfectly well. And sometimes I do ask people, who should go Nyanji? If you do something legally, the referee has no has nothing to do than to award the goal. I remember there was a match, I think one of the match, I think Kumasa they, tra- they uh, traveled to one of the uh, Bono sites. And then uh, when the crossing was made, the referee has already raised his hand up for offside. Which I, I don't know what the referee himself was thinking. Not the, the trending video which was in the commenter said, what has the referee given? Not that one. But I think in the early stages of the league, I think between March Day 1 to March Day 6, yeah. Yeah, there was an issue over that. I just don't remember the teams and the games is very so. But I remember it was a Kotoko game and they played away from home and then this incident happened. With such incident, I don't know. The referee himself has already made a decision before the kick was even taken. So for me, I think things like this shouldn't be allowed in the game. And but I want but to touch you, you agree with me that in the first round of the league, refereeing wasn't a problem or you didn't realize that? In the first round. Yeah, in the first round. For me, I think in the second round was perfect in the first round. Really? Yeah, okay. for me. Okay. Because in the in the first round, the complaints were much done. Uh, were much done. Were much done. <laughs> in the second Because you and I all know that uh, the only times uh, in the second round that we heard about officiating problem was when Kotoko was going to face our class, if you look at our class posted them, and then Kotoko wrote to GFA to change yeah. the referee, which for me, I think... Yeah should uh, a side right to the football governing body to change a referee. I think they have to listen to the side, but this time what happened? They ignored Kotoko's score, and, but all the same, I think the referee of the day, Charles, uh, uh, referee Lai, Daniel Lai yeah. did a very great job on, the, uh, on that very day. So for me, I think officiating-wise in the Premier League alone was good, but shifting on to the, the Division 1, what happened? Real Tamala United yeah. against be United. United. The clash of the United. What happened? They see the referee awarded a penalty. Uh, the other team was saying it wasn't a penalty. But for me, I think it wasn't a penalty because looking at the video very well and then looking at the new FIFA rules, the player was in, the defender was in a, a natural position. Remember, the player whom the ball struck his hand was a defender. He was defending, even if he was even an attacker. At that very moment, he was defending. He slipped and the ball struck his hand. It's not a penalty per the new FIFA rules. If it was to be before November 2020, then it would have been a penalty. But currently, as we stand, it was not a penalty. For such uh, things shouldn't be a courage in our in our officiating side. So I'm moving from the officiating side to uh, the broadcasting. But me, before you go to the broadcasting side, do you think that um, our referees should go for some refresher course? Because it looks like most of the decisions that were taken 
it has been updated in the new FIFA rules, but it looks like our referees were not up to par of the updated rules. Do you think that there should be some sort of refresher courses for all the referees or something? You do remember, everyone in this world is still learning. Okay. Even, let me put it this way, it's Kafopo Then how much more So the thing is, everyone, I mean, everyone should still try and then learn. Even though sometimes there haven't been much uh, uh, seminars being organized, but I think uh, our referees should try and then go for much seminars because looking at the officiating currently, I remember I did a game of, uh, is it Accra Sufuk or? Yeah, but I remember the game was played in Accra Sports Stadium and then a, a referee was listening to something. I think I don't know if it was he awarded a foul or so, and then he was listening to time. I don't know what actually he was. Oh, I don't know if you those, those guys do work. They do work. I know they do work, but it seems he was listening to a VR, a VR session or something Maybe like that. And he's listening to the his assistant yeah. referee. I'm not Maybe sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that that was the first intention. You know, the gadget is is supposed to be communi- uh, used as a communication tool between the assistant referee and the referee because we don't have the VAR yet. So once you see those gadgets, it's definitely between the assistant referees, the fourth official, the referee himself. Yeah. I don't dispute what you are telling me, but remember, I even remember the commentator asked, what is the referee listening? And <laughs> that very point, you, you could see... You even turned away from the position of the referee, which you could ask. That is the assistant line two. Yeah. Yeah. And he was looking at the line one and the fourth official rather. And I don't know what the fourth official said. Because for me, I think from the position of the referee and the incident, it was the line two aside the center referee who have uh, the clearer view of the incident. But I don't know okay, what okay, so actually okay. he was listening so to. So let's move to the broadcasting. Yeah, so the broadcasting, I think in the very first place, I don't know much details about what went in between. GFA and Ghana Broadcasting Corporation because for me I think looking at the amount of money which they presented to the Football Association was a little bit higher than what Star Times presented but there were rumors and other news circulating that uh, uh, the, uh, that GBC needed 30% of any amount of sponsorship deal yeah, yeah. which I don't know what Star Times currently demanded from the FA but for me, I think if it was that, then they should bring what uh, everything. No, or but any, uh, has anything within a contract with this time with Star Times has Star Times live up to par in terms of broadcasting. I, yeah. I don't want us to go back to what has already happened because the, the only, they, they, the they, only, the only challenges, yeah, the only challenges currently is uh, I remember most of my Ghanaian people be saying I remember when uh, Kotoko were playing Hakas of Food and they were like ah. So, mostly in supporting Ghana football, and I'm only much with you. So, you know, I asked someone, Do you know what yeah, the TV rights is called? Yeah, <laughs> and then he said, Oh, master, master, mostly uh, game. Now, say, I think, I think, we must be free. Now, there should be much education about remember sometimes, and these are the games which they used to sell their uh, this make more money, yeah, and as a result of you downloading the start times on app and then buying signing up and maybe buying the decoder. Aside that, broadcasting hasn't been a, a problem. Aside, uh, Kotoko has been Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Is it Match Day 5 or so, if I'm right? Match Day 2. Match Day 2, rather. Yeah. And when <laughs> when you're watching <laughs> this very game, you'll just be following the camera or the scene where the camera is just moving. You wouldn't see the ball. 
And I remember when uh <laughs> from Chelsea's is it their president or PRO was called by uh, yeah, Angel, Angel 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 TV or Angel FM. Yeah. He said Yeah, he said you use that time to watch a Nigerian, Nigerian movie. movie. Also <laughs> like is that how an ESCO member of uh GFA should speak? It's good he resigned. He knew what was at stake. That's why he resigned. Yeah. Definitely people will bombard you and you'll be fired. But for me I think Sometimes uh, the broadcasting issue doesn't have much problem, but I think sometimes the pitch also is a factor. Okay. And then sometimes to uh, with the broadcasting, not all games uh, are being broadcasted fairly. Even though we know that Kotoko fine, has fine. These are the two giants, and then most of the times their games will be much shown. But I'm a class like uh, Amina Sharks and Dreams FC. Dreams FC, their games were fairly shown because I don't know if they have interest in uh, with Kurt Simon Okweku because that's his team. But with other sides too, their games were not shown much and for me, I think it wasn't the best. Often, sometimes to aside... Well, which which of the teams do you think that their games was not broadcast? I didn't watch all their matches. Yeah. But <laughs> for me, I think that the games were fairly... fairly. Yeah. I remember Kumasi teams, like, teams like Liberty and Wafa, they all play at the um, Wafa Park. So if you, you have, have arena. every week, you have the start times people there. Uh, for me, I think it was across the folk who, who in the second round had most of their game being shown. Yeah. I think because yeah. of their game time, that's at 6 p.m. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. they also look at their standings. If you have a good at least, uh, for a camera positioning. Uh, no, I mean I mean they're standing on the league log. Okay. If you have about from the first position down to the fifth position, if you are every game you perform well most supporters or almost fans would like to see your game so i think these are also factors sure they are factors but also take into consideration uh the pitch size also influences uh, the number of yeah fans. the number of cameras and the number of fans even the ob vans that are supposed to enter your people are saying that times ob vans can take about 12 hours from Accra to doma i don't know if it's true but well and then now, now moving shifting from the broadcasting no let me finish with this broadcasting people too were saying uh most of across the four games were not being shown free to air and then yeah their yeah. fans their fans yeah. weren't happy that, at all that's very true their fans most were, of their games were played in the evening and if and you realize those evening games they don't put it on free to air it's mostly saturday afternoon games maybe an entire or dwarfs game thank you very yeah. much meaning the big games yeah. are not being shown uh, free the, to the, the big games is where they get their money from so sure but, but for me i think sometimes they have to be trying they have to try and be fair enough and then if you are showing has a full game free to air the next amina shark game same then it will be balanced well balanced because ah, the, the class are not complaining because they all received the same amount. No, of no, money. Are, no, 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 no. I remember, I remember after the first round ended, Kumasi uh, wrote a letter to the FA complaining that they need an increment in the money they are receiving. That's from. what I'm saying. A lot of the class they had the same amount of money because there was no sponsorship. Even, even in England, the, the TV writer being shared equal 38 yeah, million yeah, pounds yeah, each. Yeah, so yeah. I think for them, they shouldn't have complained much. So shifting away from the uh, broadcasting issues, I'll move to uh, the watching of the game wise. Uh, that's fans tripping into stadium. Yeah, yeah. Let me start with the last game of the season. That the last game, uh, the last but one game that was shown on TV. That's uh, Wafa against Accra Sofu. Yeah. The Sugarcoppe Red Bull Arena takes around five thousand capacity. If I'm right. Yeah, you're right. But that very day, watching the TV, they are around 
4,199. More than the 25 percent. Sure, almost full capacity, yeah. and this has to be gone. I don't know how much ticket from the sports authority which they sh- they sold out because you are telling us. But you but should, you should apply COVID protocols and other remember remember hmm. other venues have been banned yeah. due to the same reasons and why not the rest also being banned so there there's a little bit of there's not fairness favoritism yeah favoritism is over here even I I can't focus against uh, uh, Cotico. Cotico. same thing happened against Olympics same thing happened remember Olympics. there are no fines no injunctions on the stadiums or nothing i think favoritism is but apart, and apart from that do you think that the love is back not not to the maximum best expectation but it's a gradual process and then currently i think it's within the football lovers and not the whole na- the entire nation but with time i know they'll jail in and then also all right all right so start l- to okay watch, watch so, l- 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 so okay so general i think the gfa should impose sanctions or fines on certain things which flattered the rules even though the legacy and then they can go back as to match day one <laughs> and yeah. replay all and then give fines especially across the folk because i remember their game against uh, uh kotoko they were the home side so they have to be punished and then, and then i can't olympics they played against Akasa folk. Folk. Yeah. olympics were the home side of the day they have to be punished and also against our class of folk they have to be sanctioned for that all right so let me let me move to francis francis uh, from okay, from the same aspects from the same sectors your general overview refereeing broadcast um i'd like you to go uh, into more technicalities the players the talent that we have were they good when it comes to managerial issues did the coaches so that they were on top of issues I would say that this year's Ghana Premier League has been very fantastic. Yeah, definitely. It's like because of the COVID, we missed football. So when it came back like that, the whole nation was like, yeah. And with this hashtag, let's bring the love back and all those stuff has made the the season good so far. But for instance, when we come to refereeing, you see, the thing is that there won't be any season that there won't be a blabbing with referees because football lovers attach passion when they are watching games okay so sometimes you are watching a game and a decision doesn't go in favor of the team you support because of the passion you have for the game and your team you feel cheated yes so definitely when you listen to fans if it doesn't go your way you blame the referee if it goes your way (laughs) Yeah. You, you you are happy. So for instance, we one thing we have to do is that we have to disease from that kind of attitude that when the GFA appoints a referee to a particular game, then you see the a club writing to the GFA to change the referees and all the when we when we continue to do that, it makes the confidence the fans have in the in the referees drops. Because imagine has to for going to play Asante Kotoko and Kotoko management rise to the GFA that oh this referee we don't want this referee you should change the referee for us the moment you start doing such things the fans that are following the game will feel like oh 
if management is saying this, oh, then there is a possibility that the referee is going to is going to be biased during yeah. the game, which sometimes is not good for our game. Okay, whether rain or shine, these are the referees we have. So if a particular referee has been assigned to a game, the only thing is that we should hope the referee performs on that day very well. But trying to write to GFA that, oh, uh, we don't want this referee. The moment you start doing that, the fans yeah. feel like, oh, they will follow, they will they will follow it because yeah. of the passion they have for the game. They will start agitating even towards. So the moment you get to the game and the referee makes a decision and doesn't go in favor, oh, say a time. Yeah. Kind of, and all those stuff you have to desist from that kind of uh, action you have to just give the referees and just trust them yeah, okay. and so when we are giving them that trust it boosts their confidence to do their work okay yeah so when it, uh, le let's move to the teams i think that this uh this season's G uh, ghana premier league has been very good because looking at the likes of great olympics from nowhere yeah. nobody yeah. expected great Ol because the previous season relegation so the battle relegation uh, they had to be some kind of uh, gymnastics and they they, they they were able to enter that's why crowd we have the 18 18 uh, yeah the same with kim face out yeah you see and interestingly these two teams have survived, have survived the <laughs> you see so a team that nobody gave that kind of chance. It has uh, got like the first round. Great Olympics was on top of the table for yeah, some quite yeah. some uh, some time. So I think some of the things have really done were Great Olympics, Media my Diana Stars. As for Wafa, we know that definitely among the top four they will be there. But Media my and Diana Stars have also really done well. Carrera to Don't, don't you think that? For Media Man and Adriana, they've disappointed because prior to the start of the league, everyone was tipping Media and Adriana because Media for the three seasons that our league was truncated, they were always on top of the league. Do you get it? But now they didn't start well. For me, that's what I think. See, the same for Adriana starts. The thing is that when we start our GPL, yeah, everybody is expecting, everybody is expecting Haas and Kotokol to lead the table. But but the story okay. changed. So the story has changed yeah. for uh, some time now. Yeah. So it's like we are just imagining say oh, Mediama and Bruce Ediana, where they are, no, in your position. It's just because but, Hassan but, Kotoko but, has been struggling. But, but, but Francis, remember, remember, uh, Mediama uh, had their coach being transferred to Hassofu. Yeah, and yeah. then it affected them genuinely if you are being fair with me. That's why I'm saying that this particular season they've really done well. Because when we start our GPL you see Media Mind uh, Adriana on top of the table, all, all that comes to your mind that oh say Sam Crawford the disposition and your mood Yeah. So I get your point. I get at, your point. At, at long last if you realize that oh we are done with the GPL and Hass and uh, Kotoka has taken back their position then you have to applaud those teams too. Ediana, Media, uh, Media Man and all those stuff. And a great Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Because Haas and Kotoko, the moment the list starts, everybody tells them to be at the top. So if because of one or two reasons and you find Ediana, Media Man and Olympics at, at the top of the table, you just feel like, oh, those are not their positions. So after a GPL season and you, Haas and Kotoko has taken back their position, you just have to applaud them for a great season and and for the re, re, those 
<laughs> I'm very disappointed in Liberty Professionals. Oh, Charlie, Liberty. After 22 years. My own team. I'm very disappointed. I never... Oh, yesterday you just needed to win a game. Yeah, and they but were just re- remember unlucky. Ken Faisal also needed yes, just a draw to survive. They are unlucky that they are, they are, they are, their final match, they have to play against someone who is also trying to survive. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I was very, very disappointed. I was very disappointed when I, 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 at the end of the day, Liberty has to go to the Division 1. Yeah, I, I seem to agree with you because if you look at this league or this season's league in perspective, it has for me. I think when I started watching football and for the Ghana Premier League, this has been the most competitive year because sure. it got to a point in time the point gap, even between someone on the 10th position and someone on the 18th position, was just four points. Sometimes it got to three points. Yeah. So that tells you how the talent has been spread across. Gone are the days when you had uh, Kotoko and Hasufok having the best players, then the others would be suffering. But now, if you go to Karela, you get the best player there. Even Liberty Professionals, you go there, you get the best player there. Yeah, and yeah. One, one, one thing too is that I, I'm just pleading with Ahas and Kotoko. Mm-hmm. I beg them. I don't mind it. They shouldn't sell their players. Yeah. Because yeah. Especially all, for Haas. We also need good football. Exactly. And for Haas, I, I learned a Futu has signed a new yeah, contract. He, so he was battling with contract issues. Yes, but when yeah, he I'm, I'm happy for that because you can't let such a player go just because... Uh, uh, we the team needs money. No, we also love good football, and I can tell for a fact that this is everybody has loved how Haas has played yeah. this season, yeah. especially from the second half of the season. Yeah. yeah so I just beg them they should keep. And you see, when 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 we start a league and you see Haas and Kotoko performing, it triggers down to all the, the clubs. all the clubs. Yeah, it's true. That's where you see Olympics performing. You see Wafa, Adriana. Busuya drafts and all those stars, all those clubs performing. But where you start a league and you see Haas on the ninth position, Kotoko battling seventh and all those stars, <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you, then you, you don't even have uh, uh, any uh, passion to watch the league because again. A, a lot of people use Haas and Kotoko as benchmark. If and these teams are not performing, they will say Nabik Basa Basa Ben Kran or Mubu. Yes, Makion. Yeah. And this I year. Remember, I mean, uh, Francis, I'm coming. I remember even the uh, encounter at the Akash posted at the second leg where yeah. I had to play him. People were like, ah, we're not money that fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I was even shocked. Because. People were saying, but yeah. I think maybe for them, they think. For them, they. they Google scoring is just yeah. the game. They don't. Yeah. Look at the game from a very wide angle, the technicalities of the game and that stuff. So for me, I think certain people like that are not football fans. They just um, judge the game and don't understand the game. Yeah. And and there is this foreign player uh, 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 I would like to Fabio Gama. Yes, 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 he has done fabulously well. Fabio Gama for a, a foreigner, Fabio Gama. for a foreigner to come into the league and just perform like this. I know the house fans, me and myself, I'm a house fan, but sometimes you just have to appreciate people for what they've done. Yeah, Fabio Gama has been a yeah. good player for Santi Kotoko and he has done just he has just done very well this season and I hope they are going to keep him for the upcoming season. Let, yes. let, let's talk an, about another foreign player. Radio Vuka. Yeah, oh. Radio Vuka. Nobody knew this guy. Even when House of Folk signed him, a lot of the House of Folk fans were very angry at the management and said player Ben Omar Kotona about all of this. But yeah, the guy yeah. has proved everybody wrong. Yes. Oh. 
One, Some, he played for Accra when he was caught in the Congolese national team. Someone who pocket Sadio Mane is not a small player, and you could you could tell that the guy is playing very well. But just that sometimes he's a little bit, uh, sometimes complacency sets in a little bit because looking at the game between Haas and Olympics, looking at the game between Haas and Olympics, it was his mistake yeah, that. Yeah. That led to the equalization of yeah, that goal, yeah. and from I think that, with I think time, you yeah. will be even more better. Already, already, some clubs, season. some clubs in France are already bringing some offers for him. I learned, uh, uh, I think, is it Amien? Amien wants him. Amien also wants a free year So let's look at how things will also pan out. My is even if they want to sell those players, they have to look for a good replacement for them. Yeah, and for us, of yes. course, uh, Amien was bringing about. Three hundred thousand dollars, but they said if it's, if it's not about a million dollar, they are not going to sell uh, Radio Vuka. So House of Vuka have already made yes, that um, statement. As for Radio Vuka, deserves that kind of money because yeah. looking at his international records and he's playing for the national team. Yeah. Yes, and he's not just a local player; he's playing for their national team. So a million dollar is quite and okay. He, and he's starting. He he he's a starter. Yeah. So I think a uh, million dollar for such a player is quite a good business. And if even if he has to go, how should make sure that they have a replacement for him? Yes, they, 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 they should have a replacement for him so that at least the good football that we are, we are we saw this season, we will see that kind of good football in the upcoming season. It's okay. not like we are done with the season and all the players are gone and we have to come back to scratch again. Oh no 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 no! But okay. if if you were to be in the shoes of Radio Vuka, would you have left? That's why he's saying has to should try and maintain him. Just give him the money that he wants. Maybe if if and, you and go you to France. And you and I perfectly know. So they should try. Hans cannot match the amount of money which Amir are going to give to him. As for that one, sure. Well, but, but at least is that yeah, yeah. I just want the the, the the two clubs to maintain the standard that we saw this season. Exactly. You yeah. can decide to sell all your star players and but still replace them. And still replace them with that would be very player. hard. Oh, we we have some young guys you, in you, the you system can't, that you can't who knew a free Ebanye? No, let me who and knew a free Ebanye? Who knew a free Ebanye? But it has been exceptional for a hustle folk. So there are good players in the country that the teams can get there are a lot of good uh, Division One players who are equally good for the Premier League. Yeah, the only like thing Kwan, is sporting them. Came from a Division One club. Yes, and he did very well. The only thing is sporting them. Yeah, sporting them to be Premier League players. That's all. Okay, Francis, you've mentioned Fabio Gama, you've mentioned Radio Vuka, but then on the whole, who was your best player in the Ghana Premier League? Oh, for this season, I will go for uh, this uh, uh, has player. Ibrahim Salifu. Ibrahim Salifu. <laughs> Di Maria. Di Maria. The guy has been exceptional for Hasofu. Even okay. though he hasn't scored more goals. But if you look at the creativity in the midfield and all those stuff, it's just something similar Fadio, uh, Fabio Gama did for Asante uh, 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 Kotoko. Yeah. yeah. Something similar. But so, uh, the top scorer too did very well this season. Diawusi Taylor. Taylor. He has but been I'm so disappointed. He could have gone to the 20th goal margin. Yes, but I don't remember the last time he scored. Yeah, the thing is that in a, in a football season there are ups and downs. So is it that is it is it like our, our strikers in the league didn't perform well or something? 
Because it looks like when they got to the, he got to 11 goals, 12 goals, he, he got stuck. You yourself remember, remember uh, this Wafa player, I just forgot him. Okay, Ryan still watching. Oh, Daniel Lomoti, Daniel, Daniel Lomoti, yeah. Daniel Lomoti, he was having, I think, nine goals. Yeah. Yeah. How many goals did he it was like there was no competition for him. Those who were his competitors after that. Time, Even Joseph Eso was sold out and he's still the second much. best. It doesn't make uh, sense. Joseph Eso around the, goals, the, the so thing is that even the Premier League, we don't score much goals. It's well, only no, the latter he, part. He, he, he was lacking competition in the second round of the competition. That's yeah. why I think he was. And lacked. in the league. And Kwame Vipratu went off. So, in in yeah. in, in, in started on a good note, you know. Yeah, in in wrong. this part of our game, as for when we when it comes to goals, we don't normally score more goals. But the one my, you, you, you you one nil one nil two one one nil two one one nil two one. So if a player is able to bag in thirteen goals in a season, fifteen goals in a season, I think with time we we'll get. And you should know, scoring goals has to do with our pitches too. Yeah. Sometimes our pitches are not good. You can't even control ball and all those stuff. So the strikers are really trying because oh, yeah. you can't compare for uh, uh, the foreign pitches to our pitches. You can't even score a goal and just slide yourself more just to enjoy <laughs> because you'll be thinking of yourself. Oh, best slide the It's also part of it. Okay, That's why the goals okay, are not coming okay. for the players. But at least double figure. It's quite okay. Okay, but before I come to you, Mano, who was your best coach of the season? Best coach? No, I'm, I'm talking to Francis. Before I come to Definitely you. Definitely, it will be... Uh, Kofi Yesu. Yes. Samoguedu. Samoguedu. Because looking at the point uh, the, the point he guarded at Mediama, yeah. a combined 46 points is quite an achievement because he has done very well. Okay, okay. Yeah, let if you look at the point he guarded at Mediama before he came to us, and has helped them 11 years now to win their, their Premier League. He has he, he, he 12 years now. He has done he has done really well. So my coach as uh, my coach of the season is Samuel. Okay, okay. Safo, the same question for your coach of the uh, season. Some of Vladimir just told me I should go for a coach. Ignatius, okay. But I told him no. You are not here to complain about officiating. <laughs> but for him, I know when he's on the when he's on the Whenever he loses, it's a it's a referee. Anytime he's a referee, <laughs> his concentration is always on the top. My brother Vladimir, please stand aside for me. I'm not looking for the man from your hometown, international. No, I'm going for coach from Obodo. He has done very very well with our class of folk. Looking at him. Coming all the way from Mediama. I remember when he left Mediama, they were second on the league. Lock. Yeah. They were even first at a point in time. Yeah, but I'm talking about when he left. Yeah. They were second. Currently, they, they sit fourth on the league. Lock, if I'm not, or fifth. Huh. Fourth, thank you, with Rafa being third. Yeah. And then our class, we need the league with our class for 12 years. For me, I think he has done really, really well. This morning, this morning I read uh, a post on Twitter which says, uh, across the folk each time they win the league has been sacrificing Accra base size. Has been sacrificing what? Accra base size. I don't I don't Meaning, get you. Yeah. Let, yeah. Let me let me elaborate on you. The post read that in two thousand and nine in two thousand and nine when Accra won the league, uh, certain teams from Accra were relegated and then also oh, okay. just ended league. Two teams from Accra being relegated. Yeah. That's international life and then they get a professional. Yeah. 
So I don't know if it's true or not. Anytime they want to lay out a sacrifice, sacrificial something is needed. I, I, I don't think this is a topic for discussion because it's, it's a league you are playing. If you if you utilize your chances, you get to stay. The, you you attest to the fact that these things. But sometimes, there. sometimes certain things, most of the things, certain things comes to play, which maybe is beyond what we see. No, this, year, this year, this year, for instance, has been a a, a, a year that is very surprising. Competitive. Coming oh, no, no, nobody's disputing the fact that our has done what very, has very well. In Europe, yeah. down yeah. to South yeah. America, down to Africa, and all you you could see. For instance, Chelsea winning the Champions League. It's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the point he's trying to make. Winning the FA Cup. Everything for is so normal. many years now. Yeah. When he comes down to South America, Messi winning his first international trophy. Uh, he, oh. he, he won a bowl with the, the Argentina <laughs> just a, a year or two ago. The only thing that they know happen is the only thing that they know happen is England winning the Euros after fifty years. And, and it will never happen. <laughs> and even Italy, Italy, Italy. Yeah, look yeah, at yeah, it since they won their fifty three years ago. Yes. Yeah. So. Lost Liu even even won the and not the only in football in all yes, our sporting in all other, in other sporting events. So you could see that oh, this this season itself has been a season for uh, let me see surprises surprises yes. Okay, Safo Safo, let let me stay on you. Um, your best player, your best your best player of the season. I'm player of the season. It's it's between two players. And I don't know whom to pick. So I'll give the first. Between who and who? Fabio Santos Gama and Ibrahim you know, Salif. Taylor. Not Ibrahim Salif. Why are you asking me? No, I'm, are I'm, you giving I'm, me options to pick from, or you ask me who? A, is a lot of people do mention I'm, Ibrahim. Are we the same? Okay, you are not the <laughs> Thank same. Thank you very okay, much. Okay, so justify why you are choosing yes, this. I'm two going years. for Javis Taylor. Okay. Being the top scorer on the league. I think with 17 goals. Yeah, right? 17. 17 goals. He has been on top four in this very campaign, especially in the in the first half of the season. I think after match day eight, he was having ten goals or so. Yeah. Then throughout to the very last part of the season, he just got a, a seven. The most uh, most reason why he didn't score much was as a result of his competitors being sold out. With the likes of Kwame Poku being sold out from Kumasi Sandokotoko, Daniel Lomote. Joseph is so. Uh, we I have think he, he, he felt that there, there's no one to compete with me, so I, I, I wouldn't love to push in much effort. But, but shouldn't that win the golden boot? But shouldn't that make it easier for him to make a statement that when it comes to the Ghana Premier League, he's been on top? No, you see, you see past this, when you're doing something and then you lack competition, you feel to uh, put in much effort. Okay. So for me, I think that was what contributed to him not scoring. As we thought he would have scored 20 or more goals. So for me, I think I'm putting him on the level of Fabio Gama. Because I don't know whom to pick out of these two. Then maybe the player you mentioned will come third. But on my list, I don't have first, I don't have second. So the third position includes all the other players in the Ghana Premier League. I mean all the other players in the Ghana Premier League. So the first position is Diaby Sitela and Fabio Gama. Okay. Looking at Fabio Gama and this commercial as Antikotoko current squad, he played very, very well. I see he has been playing with the team for the past 10 years. Everyone knows, and sometimes people have been saying uh, Coach Opele Boateng is a Kotoko fan and other stuff, so he always praises him. But remember, even the House of Folk fan was even praising him. So I think 
Fabio Gama did exceptionally very, very well in the Jets and the league. And then for me, with Fabio Gama and Jerry Taylor be my best players of the season. Let's, let's look at the other departments of the game. Um, the goalkeeping side, we've seen quite decent goalkeepers in the Ghana Premier League. But for this particular season, who is your best goalkeeper? So we're talking about the best goalkeeper. For me, I think I'll choose, I'll choose uh, Razak Abalova. People have been saying Razak will make, was making mistakes Ghana against Morocco and then in subsequent games against uh, international allies. He was making several, several mistakes. But for me, I think aside these two mistakes, uh, Razak Abalova did extremely very, very well for commercial Santiago Kotoko. In the current commercial Santiago Kotoko goalkeeping department, they have four exceptional goalkeepers. In the name of uh, their captain, and then he himself, Razak Abeloa, even the goalkeeper they, they loan to, they loan to Kumasi based King Fireside, Ibrahim Danland is also an exceptional goalkeeper. And then for me, I think with Razak Abeloa having the most clean sheets in the current league campaign, it's my goalkeeper of the season. So, Makion, looking at the best goalkeeper of the season, for me, I'm going to choose Razak Abeloa. So, if maybe should you ask me to pick my best 11, then maybe I can pick. Certain defenders, certain midfielders, and then certain attackers. Okay, go, go on with your best 11. As you go on with my best 11. So, in, in, so in, in the middle, in the, uh, at the heart of defense, in the post, I chose uh, Razak Abelova, and in the heart of defense, I'll go for Mohamed, uh, Mohamed Alassan of, of Akara Sufuk. And also, I also choose Christopher Neti of Akara Sufuk. And. Radio Vuka also for Akras of Vuk. I will play a three-back system. And then in the middle, I will play Emmanuel Kaye Kaye, even though sometimes he doesn't even get much playing time at, uh, at Kumasi Sanzikotko. But you could see, he does very well anytime he's been given a chance to play. And then also to, uh, I will also play a wing-back system where I will bring in Ebusandra's uh, captain, Corsa. He did extremely well for his side, and I, for me, I think he's going to get a Premier League side uh, to play in the coming up season, the 2021-2022 season, because the club has been relegating. And then, for me, I think he himself wouldn't stay over there, and then he will get a team to play uh, to play in the Ghana Premier League. So, for me, I think in the three-back system, uh, I, I I will choose I will choose him to be to be one of my players, and also moving on to. Moving on to the midfield, uh, at the right flanks of the uh, of the midfield, at the right wing bank, I can choose uh, Ampim Dagosta too because this very campaign, moving from uh, Kumasi Asantekotoko in the truncated league to uh, Oboasi Ashanti Gold, for me, I think he has done very, very and extremely well for uh, his side. For me, so for me, I think he's one of the great players we are we have had in the league so far. So for me. He's also one of the guys we have to talk of, and then he's doing very, very well. So, and then the midfield, so I will choose uh, Fabio Gama. You can't uh, mention uh, all of these players and then leave Fabio Gama out because this current season he has been very, very well and he has performed fantastically. So for me, I think in the midfield, I'm going to play, as I said, I'm going to play a three-back system, so three, four, three. So up front, I will choose Diawisi Taylor, who scored uh, 18 goals in a just-ended campaign. And then Kwame Pepra of Kim Faisal too, he did very, very extremely well with 12 goals in the just in the season. Kwame Pepra, 
in his days in Kumasi as Sante Kotoko, he didn't get much playing time. Then he moved to he moved to uh, uh, he moved to King Faisal. Faisal. Yeah. He scored twelve goals in the just ended campaign. So for me, I think Kwame Pepper also did very well. Even though in his last three games he failed to score, but Kwame Pepper has been top notch for his side. And then moving on to the last player, I'll choose Hans Kofi of uh, Lagos City. I remember his days in uh, Ashanti Gold. He was doing very, very well. And then as he moved to Lagos City, he didn't get he didn't get uh, much of playing time to score because sometimes you see he was out due to injury. Injury. Uh, his last game he played for uh, Lagos City before his injury was uh, against Kumasa Sandikotoko. And then he has to sit on the bench for seven straight consecutive games. And then he returned against a class of folk where they lost by two goals to one. Since then, he hasn't scored any goal until just yesterday. He scored against uh, 11-1. So for me, I think Hans Kofi has been on top for this game, this very campaign. Even though he didn't score much goals, but at least he had 11 goals for his side, and I think he needs to be commended. So, Marquion, that would be my best 11 of the season. Nothing less. Lead me to my destiny. Talking about destiny, we move to the transfer stories. Please, I have. So move on to the transfer stories. And I have one guy here. Hakim Richard. Or Richard Hakim. Or Richard Hakim. He's a Barcelona fan. And I would like him to talk about um, the business that his club is doing. Which players have they signed? Which players does he look up to that uh, his team will sign Most, it's just like and also the extension of the contract of Messi good afternoon Hakim oh good afternoon James oh, yeah hope you are good uh, yeah, managing you are managing okay so uh, let's quickly move to um, the transfer stories but let's zone on to uh, FC Barcelona in Spain um, you saw your performance last season you saw your performance last season the performance of the players uh, we saw Luis Suarez moving from Barcelona to Atletico Madrid. That deal, for instance, what was your view about it? Um, well, personally, I wasn't too happy with the deal. But well, since new strikers were brought in, we thought maybe... A striker like well, Chris Brown. <laughs> 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 well, that wasn't what we were really expecting. Okay. At least we were expecting well, someone who could have banged in more goals for us, but... Maybe due to the crowd financial situation, we couldn't actually land a big star. So we had to manage the ones we were able to get. Well, it was a bit sad looking at um, what Luis Suarez had done for the club since he joined in 2015. But, well, you see, in life, that's how sometimes things happen. The moment you age a little, others, like, they think you are useless and can't do anything again. So you have to move on to... Oh, a new chapter. That was what happened in Suarez's case. Well, actually, some fans were kind of sad looking at how um, he helped our one of our rivals to get to Madrid to cringe the title. Yeah. Yeah. But that was heartbreaking. Yeah, I guess. very heartbreaking. Huh? Because you just saw some, someone you see is kind of 
we can come play at the highest level and then he helps one of your rivals to win the league. It's heartbreaking, but well, we are just looking up to the board this season, what they are going to do to at least make us more competitive as compared to last season. Okay, okay. So you just talked about the board. Now they've been, let me see, there have been rumors about players like Memphis and Ronaldo joining Barcelona, but already the Netherlands man has joined Paris Saint-Germain. What well, was your take about that? Because it was like a done deal for Barcelona. Well, <laughs> well it, was, it was actually surprising for me because um, I think in 2019, well, it was the same thing happened with, uh, I think, Malcolm. He almost agreed a deal with AS Roma and then at the last minute he rejected the move and then joined Barcelona. So with Wijnaldum's own, it wasn't too surprising because these are issues that have happened in football like continuously. So although it could have been a good move for Barca since we were signing him free, well, he could have added some um, strength into a midfield. Yeah, but... It was unfortunate it didn't happen. So, well, we still have other good uh, midfielders in the team like De Jong, and well, we could manage the ones we have for the meantime. So, which player would would you like your board to sign? Oh, Haaland or an Haaland? The boy Well, looking at the class financial yeah. situation right now, because even Messi is taking a pay cut. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they can. They can even with the new signings that they've made. I think they even said. They have not registered them into La Liga because mm. of uh, financial something something. Okay. Yeah. So I don't think maybe we'll be able to sign any big player this this season uh, because maybe mm. most of the senior players in the team had to take pay cuts before well, the club could get money to pay their their wages. So I think it is just the free players that we can afford for now. So we manage the ones we have. Okay, so let, let's let's read some comments from our listeners out there. The first message is from Doris Williams Abaka. It says, "Fantastic analysis, Akim. You are really good at what you do." Let's move on to other messages. Stand up. And Rodo Poku, we are Oh, Kofi Papa. Love your voice and analysis. Here we go. It's getting close. Now it's just who wants it most. It's just life, that's how it is. Cause we have our strengths and weaknesses. Oh, I have vision, can't you see? I'm on the move, make way for me. Stand up for the champions, for the champions. Stand up. Let me bring in Iman or Safo. Stand up. Let's go to his camp. For the champions, stand up. Real Madrid. What's happening in your camp? I said I'm not a Madrid fan. Okay, but what's happening in Madrid? I know you've been following. Uh, in Madrid, you mean the whole city of Madrid? <laughs> With a class like Getafe, Atletico. Real Madrid. Madrid. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Real Madrid. 
chemistry, we all know uh, Rafael Varane will be transferred out of uh, Real Madrid and night. For me, I think. For me, I think it's it's a negative news for Madridistas or Madridist news because they, they are lo- they are they just lost their captain to Paris Saint Germain and then again losing one of their best centre halves to Manchester United in the coming week. So for me, I think. The centre back pair who have played over four seasons now uh, are all leaving their club for me. I think it's not a good news for the side. Even though the likes of uh, David Alaba joining the side, for me, I think Alaba is not very good when it comes to uh, the centre half position because as a centre back, you have to you have to be good in the air. And then over there, I'll give Alaba ten over hundred. He's not good in the air at all. He only gels most at the left flank or playing at the left back. But don't he add anything to your team? He adds something to the team, but you can't you can't tell me you are going to replace Ramos with Alaba. Post over there and then tell me something different because that's not the best news uh, a fan of Real Madrid would like to hear. Even though I'm not a Madrid fan, but I don't think it's one of the greatest in which Madridistas uh, enjoyed in the current campaign. And then for me, I think the only thing which uh, Real Madrid fans will enjoy the most this very summer will be. In the ending days, uh, in the current uh, transfer window, because for the past four transfer windows, uh, Real Madrid have not signed a single player, and then for me, I think they've done very well. And then with their latest signing, which is coming to be, it's exclusive. You just heard it here: a hundred million euro deal for Kylian Lutten and Barkley in just the coming weeks. So, Macon, I think this will be the best news for Madrid in the year. 2021. Let me take the final words from Francis. Francis, just a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, the Chelsea fans, we are still in our Champions League mood, so the transfer market, we, we know the mic. We are still, oh, in, we are still so enjoying So you are, you are okay with the players that you ah. have? People are talking about we getting strikers, strikers. No, no, Why no. Why people we are changing Haaland? We are... As, as for that one, you see... Until, until, every time a team needs improvement, Haaland is a very good player. But if we are not able to get Haaland this summer, we are going to deploy Harvard as a false nine. So are you winning the EPL this season? From how you are speaking? Oh, we are confident we, we are going to win this year's EPL with the crop of players we have. And we are doing some underground sales because most of our loanees are back to the team and we are trying to look for for them, but we've already sold Maguire to Crystal Palace. Yeah, so that's a good business okay, for okay. Olivier Giroud is AC has Milan. gone to AC Milan, another one million euros into the coffers. So we are trying to do some sales and see whether we can fund Haaland's price tag. Yeah, okay, so okay, okay. that's what that's all in the Chelsea camp. But we are still in our Champions okay, League but, mood. But, so. but, but, but still in Chelsea. Let's talk about another Ghanaian player, Baba Abdurrahman. Uh, within the weekend, in the preseason game, he assisted Akim Ziyech. Do you think that he should stay or he should probably go on loan? or What do you think he should do? The fact is that right now, in the Chelsea setup, we have a lot of left-backs. Yeah. We have Ben Chivo, Emerson Pameri, Baba Rahman, and one academy player too is in, is in the squad. Okay. So... For him, as I'm hearing, uh, Moreno wants him at AS Roma. Yes. Yeah. Well, as to whether Chelsea is willing, because he had a good season 
uh, in the heroes this, this for, for Italy. Yes, he has been always there. Yes, he has been always there. Even though he, 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 he wasn't getting the starting spot earlier on, but through to the semi final and the final, he did very well. And I think that will be giving the the coach a headache. So I'm not I'm not seeing Emerson leaving. Definitely, maybe Babaraman will be going for another loan because he still has a contract with us. Yes. So I, I'm seeing uh, uh, Baba Aman going on loan and maybe MSN de- uh, deputizing uh, Ben Chivo in the upcoming season. Yeah. Was built to be the best, number one and nothing less. Lead me to my destiny. So this is where time would allow us to draw the curtains down here on the show. I have vision. No the show was post center with me, James on Hinbaum Marking Radio on Radio. GIG 97.7 megahertz. We heard from Emmanuel Safo, Francis Yalkes, and also Akim Richard. Stand. Our score produced by Vladimir Oboba. The, the guy with a big nose on campus. Whenever you're walking around, just look out for the guy with a big nose. You know the guy I'm talking about. Thanks very much for being part of the program. Come your way on Wednesday. With more sports updates. Just and more sports analysis. Before then, take care and bye bye. have our strengths and weaknesses. Oh, I have vision. Can't